Monday and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today as it gripped firmly to the solid rock of Scripture? Good to welcome you to the podcast today and we're going to turn our attention today a little bit different. I have been common, uh, giving commentary on the Old Testament passages that we've been reading recently and I thought it would be a nice change today to shift to one of the New Testament passages that we've been reading. And I'm for uh, in order to do that, we're gonna I'm gonna look at Luke chapter eight today, and I want to give uh, a little bit of commentary and insight into our Lord's uh, method of teaching via parables, and uh, comment a little bit on how that is today. And I think the primary purpose in doing that is to remind us of how important it is to remind you that when you're reading the clear teaching of the Word of God, that it's so important that you act on it and that you not only understand it academically, but that whenever we read the Bible, it ought to be with the intent of under, uh, of uh, understanding what, how God wants us to put that into practice in our lives. Uh, reading it just for the purpose of getting facts and uh, materials down in our own mind is 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 insufficient. It's not really what God's purpose is. His purpose is to let the Word transform our lives. And so I hope that that's why you read your Bible, not just to check off a box or in order to prepare some lesson of some sort, but that you might really read it with your understanding and with the intention of saying, Lord, what does this mean for me today? How can I apply it? How can I put it into practice? So in Luke chapter 8, our Lord is really doing this. Uh, he is he is making a point here that I that you see frequently in his teaching, and it's good for us to get a little perspective on the Lord's teaching method when he walked on the earth. If you recall from Luke chapter eight, the Lord was just uh, uh, was giving the teaching or the parable concerning the seed and the sower. And of course, as if you recall, he was giving the description of how the sower goes out and he seeds, broadcasts all this seed and it falls onto different types of soil. It could really be called the parable of the soils. And so he describes what each type of soil is like. And the larger crowd of disciples that had been flocking after the Lord that perhaps had been steeped in the teaching of the scriptures, but yet they had not they had not acted on it and they were living disobediently. They hear this parable from Christ and it's very confusing to them. Normally when teachers give illustrations, it's supposed to let light into the window so that you can see better what's being taught. But Jesus makes it a point to teach something very, uh, I think, transforming in our own perspective on the clear teaching of Scripture. And that is this, that in the Old Testament where we have been, uh, we, we read of how constantly, repetitively, God would send plain-spoken uh, prophets and preachers to the people of Israel to warn them to be obedient to the word of God and to put into practice his commandments and his precepts. And even though they were very plain spoken, it was all too often that the prophets were rejected, that their message was was absolutely refused. And even though God spoke plainly to them, they absolutely, willfully, deliberately, purposefully dismissed the message that God had for them. 
And you know, it became so bad that the prophet Isaiah in chapter 6 and verse 9 literally says to those people that to whom he was preaching of the on that day that there's that God is going to there's going to be a time when they're no longer going to be able to hear the clear teaching of God but rather it will come to them in puzzles in riddles uh, it will come to them more difficult to understand than they would have had previously God expended so much effort in giving uh, the clear teaching that there's going to be a judicial uh, movement of his hand, a judging movement of his hand that will make it so that the truth of Scripture is more difficult to understand unless one applies himself to under, to uh, searching it out and to studying it out. Now, that's exactly what's going on here. In Luke chapter 8, verse 9, verse, uh, verse 9 uh, the, the Bible says that the disciples began to question him as to what that parable meant, meaning the parable of the sower. And Jesus responded to that by saying, well, to you it's been granted to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to the rest it is in parables. And he makes this statement, it's actually a quotation from Isaiah 6, 9, so that seeing they may not see and hearing they may not understand. Now, what is the Lord doing with that? And these are the only two verses I want to comment on today. I don't want to so much go into the parable of the sower uh, per se, but I want you to see what Jesus is teaching and illustrating here. So the disciples ask him the question, what does this parable mean? And Jesus says, to you it's been given to know the mysteries of the kingdom. As Jesus used parables, they were more like puzzles or riddles, as I already uh, said, uh, other than uh, and, and not particularly illustrations. And only those who had been given the right key could understand what those parables meant. Now, let's understand right away that in the Bible, a mystery isn't something you can't figure out. It's something that's, it's not that something that's unknowable. It's actually something that you would never know unless God revealed it to you. A mystery, as some scholars have defined it, is in the Old Testament concealed but in the New Testament revealed. <clears throat> so it's not a fact that can't be known. It's that, or, or, or is not understandable. But a mystery in the Bible is something that, apart from the explanation of God, can't be known. And that's what's going on here in the parable of the sower. Uh, in the biblical sense, you may know exactly what a mystery is, and yet because you dismiss it because it requires effort to understand, it's still a mystery to you because you won't know it unless you dig into what God has revealed and understand it. So I hope that that, that comes across to you and you understand. And then Jesus makes that statement that seeing they may see, hearing they may not understand. Uh, essentially saying that I spoke plainly, but now they have been judged not to have the plain word of God. Now, it does not mean that he's not offering an opportunity for them to dig deep into the word and find the truth. Um, or, and actually, don't we all have that choice? If we find that something is difficult to comprehend and understand, that ought to cause us to burrow into the Bible, to ransack the scriptures, to find out exactly what God is saying. Or we have the choice to say, yeah, whatever, and turn a blind eye to it and walk away from the truth that is there. Uh, and that's what Jesus is offering here. 
He's not denying that they don't have the opportunity to know the Word of God. He's actually illustrating that they willfully refuse to know what the Word of God says. Uh, and so they incur greater condemnation and judgment on themselves, and it just tends to snowball. They come with a, whole, a hard heart to the Word of God. Jesus teaches in parables because they won't listen to the clear preaching from the prophets, and as a result, they even walk away further in the hardness of their hearts. So uh, the Lord no longer addresses them in explicit teaching. Uh, but rather he does so in parables. Listen, folks, it is so vital that you read the word of God with a willful, broken, uh, teachable heart to say, Lord, I want to know your word and I will expend all the effort that it takes to understand it. I'm not going to be content to just be spoon fed because uh, there are people today that hear God's word, yet they walk away from it, just like the Israelites did. They hear the clear teaching, uh, and so God spoke in parables. Uh, the reality is that is that way today. Uh, we have been blessed immeasurably by knowing the word of God, but there are only those who have genuine submission to the to the scriptures that are going to really comprehend and understand the word of God. And I want to encourage you to have that kind of responsiveness to the Holy Spirit today, that when you read the scriptures, approach it with that attitude, Lord, I'm here. I want to hear your word. I want to understand it. Illuminate my mind. Uh, give me clarity. Help me, Father, to know those things that will are life-changing to me. And I promise you, when you do that, Jesus will do for you exactly what he did to the disciples. He pulled them aside and said, well, this is for you. This is what I'm doing for you. I am granting to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. Let's have the right heart attitude and the submissiveness to hear his voice. And let's read his word with understanding. God bless you today. Take advantage of what he's done for you. God bless. Walk with Christ.